G'day and welcome to the Beyond the Message podcast. It's great to have you here listening today. My name is Lockie. I'm the host of this experience. And really, my job is to help guide those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message that you can grow your faith all throughout the week. Today, we talk about how to follow Jesus. As we wrap up the What's the Difference series, we truly believe that Jesus is going to make a difference in your life. And today we look at what it feels like to be a new person in Christ. We also then give an invitation for you to follow Jesus, whether that's following Jesus for the first time, reconnecting with Jesus, um, taking your relationship with Jesus more seriously, or taking the next step by getting baptized. So we talk through what that actually means, what that looks like, and how you can do that. So we hope you enjoy this episode of the Beyond the Message podcast as we wrap up part three of What's the Difference? Alrighty, Chris, how are we? I am very well. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I just went straight for it this morning. Uh, You look great. You look like you've come off a a very great AM service with Beyond. Yeah, it was fun. It's always, it's always a the ten AM is always fun. I can tell when you've come off a good one, Chris. You just glow. You just glow when when things are going well in the in the beyond world. It's that, crazy. That that must be a really big compliment because I haven't even had a coffee this morning. Is that so, right? What are you yeah, drinking? I, I can see something in your cup. What's that? Um. Oh, I'm actually drinking Coke. Okay. So does that even it out? Is that? Pretty yeah. Similar? Well, maybe because I haven't had any. I haven't had any. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just woke up this morning and. I was just copping some serious lag, you know, just for no reason when you're just like, I haven't done anything, nothing's made me late, but I now am behind schedule. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I just won't get a coffee this morning. Yeah. I the f- engine I- was just a bit slow to start this morning. That's probably there the best way to put it. Well, I, from the outside, I thought that having a coffee was definitely a key part of the pre-game routine, preaching. Um, but if it's worked without it, we might need a bit of a review there. Yeah. Just whatever takes my fancy on the morning. That's it. There you go. Very uh, very casual of you, Chris. I like it. That's good. Well, today we're talking part three of what's the difference. Um, mm. You just come off from preaching, Chris. You're gonna you're gonna give the recap a lot better than I can. Uh, so, what we chat about today or this week at Beyond? Yeah. Well, we um, to use my favorite final part analogy, we landed the plane on this series. Uh, and we just we just kind of tried to tie tie together all the loose pieces um, that we that we've looked at. So you know, like last week, Riley looked at this idea of um, you know that following Jesus kind of causes you to leave some stuff behind. Um, there'll have to be some things that you leave in the past. But I think, and we've we've kind of touched that it on it on the podcast before that there always seems to be this tension in the Christian life and when we're following Jesus between like. Okay, so now I'm a Jesus follower. Now what? Like, you know, if I'm saved by grace, if, you know, if Jesus died on the cross for my sins, like, now what? And so in this part, it was more so looking at, like, what does that process look like to become a new me? Um, what, is, what does that look like to kind of daily follow Jesus? And so that's how we kind of landed the plane today. I love landing the plane. I love when you use it, Chris. And uh, what was our full Monday just for, for the recap there? Yeah, so we had um, we had two four Mondays. The first one was to begin to follow Jesus, um, and that was for people maybe kind of new to faith. And then if you've maybe been in faith for a while, I asked you to um, ask people to can to get baptized if they're not baptized yet. And I actually um, I actually did a little bit of a 
uh, I don't normally, I don't do this ever really, but I did an actual bit of an improv for Monday. Ooh, there you um, go. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll come out at the 6 PM, but it was definitely an improv for Monday. Um, There's no slide or anything, but it was just um, pretty much every day. Ask God, what is the new you're doing in my life today? Or what go. is the new you want me to put on today? And that, that'll make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Once we talk through what we're going to talk about. So that was three, four Mondays. Well, yeah, there was there was one for one for like people who are kind of new to faith. Yeah. And then there was kind of two for people who have been around, who've been following Jesus for a while. Yeah. There you go. So we're going to call that a 12 Monday. Uh, quick 12 maths. Monday. Yep. 12 Monday. Um, but I, I like that because I think, I do think even though it, it sounds pitched at someone who doesn't, uh, doesn't know Jesus or, you know, isn't following Jesus. I, I still think that there's a really big uh, relevance there for people who have been walking with Jesus for a while. I, I, I sense that some people, you know, often need a bit of a reset and, and a kind of just re-evaluation of their relationship with Jesus. So I think it's going to be really, uh, really pivotal for people on all stages of the journey today. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think cool. this one's probably more, this, this part three in my mind is probably more so targeted at people who have been following Jesus for a while. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So let's get cracking into our four questions of that for Monday because it's a big thing to begin to follow Jesus. It should be a life-changing event, really, because um, mm. it's, you know, we, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but we're talking about being a new person. And Chris, first yeah. question I want to ask you is, should I feel like a new person once I start following Jesus? <laughs> what would that even look like to become or feel like a new person? Yeah, look, I, um, there's lots and lots of different schools of thought on this lock, um, as you're probably well aware, and it probably depends on, you know, what version of Christianity you grew up with and, and how you came to it. I would typically tend to say it's, it's always different for, for every person. I do think generally note that generally generalization, I think generally, uh, there is, you know, that you don't necessarily feel like a new person when you begin to follow Jesus. I think it's kind of like the best way I could probably describe it is that it's kind of like you make a new year's resolution or you go to the gym and you kind of like feel for a little bit, you're like, Oh man, I'm so fit. I'm going to, I'm going to be so healthy. I'm going to do that. And then life just kind of slaps you in the face, Chris. It does. And then <laughs> you kind of start to go, huh? Right. I've got to actually integrate this way of living into my life. And so I think that there's, there's times and there's, yeah, absolutely times where people have moments. And I'm not discrediting that at all, but people are like, you know what, this is the moment for Jesus. But I think then as life continues, um, let, let's just say you've lived a certain lifestyle, whatever that lifestyle is pre-Jesus and you've lived that way for 25 years. Well, a click of the fingers overnight is not just going to transform habits and ways of thinking and ways of behaving. And so there's probably going to be a whole bunch, lot of you that just naturally wants to, you know, go back to and continue to pursue some of those things. And so you might think to yourself, oh man, I don't feel like a Jesus follower. Yeah. In, yeah, that, well, in that moment. Would but, you think yeah. it's naive to think that we could just change overnight? Or like, is there, is there a thing that does change in the moment of starting to follow Jesus? Um, Cause I'm just curious as to that, that process, I guess, of um, what it actually yeah. looks like to start to follow Jesus. hundred percent. So I think, and this is the thing um, 
and again, I don't, I don't really have a great way to describe it other than these big theological terms. And we'll start with these theological terms, then we'll distill it down because that might be helpful. I like it. So in theology, which is just simply the study of God, um, is that there's these kind of two moments that we call um, justification and sanctification. And so justification is like, how, how, how is an individual saved? In other words, how is someone made right or justified in front of God? And then sanctification is the process of, well, how do we work out our salvation now that we are saved? And what I think is, is that in that moment where we begin to, where we place our trust in Jesus, something does happen, right? Something does happen. Like we're given, and, and scripture tells us this, we're given the Holy Spirit. We're welcomed in to God's family. We're given a new identity. But then that process of working that out and beginning to follow Jesus on a daily basis is, is the continuation of that. Um, so I guess it's kind of like that. Just because I decide or just because I decide, hey, I'm going to follow a diet and I'm going to follow. Once I, once I make that decision, hey, I've embraced it, then I still have to do it. Yeah. And it's, it's not a moment in time. Following Jesus is a way of life. So it's not a moment in time, but a moment in time begins the journey. I want to, I've got to be really careful with what, you know, you don't want to, don't want to confuse this for anyone, but I guess that, no. that bottom line is what's the difference following Jesus leads to a new you. I think that word following is the, is the, um, is the really clear one there because uh, as you follow Jesus, not just follow, like not just look to him once and kind of give him away, but you follow. I think that's what I'm hearing yeah. from you, Chris, is that yeah. following is this thing that, that takes time uh, and it can't just, can't just happen in a moment. I completely, I can, yeah, that's, that's a great way to describe it, Locke. And I think it's that, that thing of like, it, it is following someone is a process. And just like dating someone is a process, being married to someone, you're on a journey together. Yeah. It's the same in your relationship with Jesus is, yeah, you can begin at that moment. Sure. And that's when that relationship begins. And, and when you step into that relationship, of course, there are some things that you get and some benefits you get as a result of following Jesus in that moment of salvation. Yeah. Um, and then you never have to question, like, how does God view me? How does God think about me again? But the, then this following part is, how am I being transformed more to become more and more like Jesus every day? Yeah, that's cool. So just to clarify, hmm. at some point, if you want to follow Jesus, you have to start. So that, that's good. And that's a great yeah. thing. And that's such a thing we should celebrate because the more people we have following Jesus, um, it, that's just brilliant. That's what we're here for. Um, but then it's the following. And so yeah. to follow up that question, um, what's the process? Like, what's the actual then process? Uh, you've made a decision. You said, yep, I want Jesus in my life. Or you've kind of come back to Jesus and said, yeah, I want to take Jesus more seriously. What's the process then of becoming a new person? Or how would I even know when I become a new person? Yes. Well, that's a fantastic question. And it's one that's my answer is probably going to frustrate some people. And if it frustrates you, just know that it frustrates me as well. Um, but there is no point in um, this side, I would say, of eternity that we get to that point where I'm like, I'm new, I'm all good, I'm sorted. And I, and I even kind of talked about it in the message um, when we we're looking at the passage out of Colossians. There's, ne there's never a point you get to in life where you're like, you know what, I'm done on the patience scale. <laughs> I've got all the patience. I win the patience game. No one get me to this point. Because I've just I just win on patience. 
Um, and so I think there, there's never a point where we become new in the sense of like, I'm a, you know, whatever, like the, the, the process ends because it's a relationship. It would be kind of like asking the question of like, well, when you got married on your wedding day, when do you think that relationship ends? And for most people, they're like, never. Like, what a silly question to ask. Like, I'm, that relationship's always going to be a part of my life. And so this is the same with Jesus is there's no like end point we get to where it's like super Saiyan level 70,000 Christian and you get the gold star or whatever it is. Yeah. And you like win. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's a constant process of becoming new in all sorts of different areas of our lives. Yeah. And I think as well, like, and so I would say, no, you go, Chris, you go. I was going to say, sorry, just to back to that process part. I think the process part is, um, sure, there are some things that we talk about at Beyond that are pretty simple that can help the process, like join a group, jump on a team, invite others in, get baptized. Those are things that are part of the process. At the end of the day, things you believe what God is already doing. Um, because there are going to be different areas of my life that need to be made new than your life and some of our listeners' lives that need to be made new at the moment in time we're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I was going to say, I think I agree, I agree with everything you're saying. And that uh, one of the greatest affirmations I received from a mentor was like, I was in a bit of a rough, rough patch, but they said, I see more of Jesus in you. And so it wasn't this mm-hmm. like sense of like, Oh wow, you are the Christian. You are the person that's following Jesus and being made new. But it was like, despite everything that was going on, it was like the decisions I was making, the direction I was heading, how I was treating other people was the most Jesus that he had seen in me. And I thought that was a really nice way of saying that Yeah, you, you can become, you know, you start to follow Jesus and you become a new person you in that process. But yeah, there's no mm-hmm. end, end point to that. No, no. So I think to think there is an end point is, is a little deceiving. Mm. Um, and I also think it's not a helpful Uh, type of spirituality in any sense you know i think this is probably one of the reasons why a lot of christians or or a lot of people have maybe a negative impression of christians uh because christians kind of think to themselves like because i go to church and because i read my bible and because of this therefore i'm super holy yeah um and therefore i've got it all together and it's like ah no (laughs) (laughs) all right well this next one is for those people who made a decision they're like yep i want some jesus in my life or they've kind of made that decision to be baptized or they've made a decision just to come back to Jesus uh, in this moment. What, what's next? What, what is like the next thing? Cause I, I feel like you, you, you know, our church, we don't really put a hand up or anything like that. I know some churches, you kind of make this, make a decision, but um, I guess we're asking people to look internally into their heart and to, to make a decision uh, on their own. What is next? What's next um, when I actually start to put my trust in Jesus? What is like literally the next thing I should do? If it was me, if it was me, the next thing that I would do is I would just join a group. I would either get in starting point or I would um, or I would join a connect group, depending on the part of your journey you're at. You know, if you're brand new to faith and you're kind of discovering this for the first time, I would I would jump in starting point. Or if you're kind of disengaged and you want to re-engage, I would, I would just join a connect group. And the reason that I would do that is because is for two reasons. First of all, God has wired us for community. Like I just think that we're we're designed for community. We're relational beings. 
And so I don't think we can grow um, to our potential unless we're around other people who can pull that out of us. So I think that's the first thing. And then the second thing that I would, that I think you can do personally is to actually pay attention to the areas of your life that God is trying to make new. Um, Cause we like, and I think it's one of those things most of the time, right? Um, most of the time when I, when someone wants to have a coffee with me and they want to like process through maybe something they're challenging, most of the time they already know the decision they need to make. You know, if they're kind of like, oh, there's this thing I've been wrestling with Chris. And essentially what they're saying is like, God's trying to make something new in my life and reframe my thinking and refresh my thinking. Um, and I'm not really sure. Normally they already know what needs to be made new. They know the decision they need to make. They either just need someone to bounce it off um, or they need someone to kind of maybe challenge them a little bit or ask some questions. So I think it would be for me to get in community and then pay attention to what is the area that God is trying to make new in your, in your life at that moment. Yeah. Cause he's trying to make it new for a reason. Mm, that's really cool. So, and I want to follow that up um, by asking, this is quite specific to, to people um, who might be at this part of their journey, but what is baptism? Cause we talked a little bit about it on Sunday. What is baptism and how can I go about that process? Um, Cause I would love to see some people get baptized at beyond and in their, in their own local church, if, if you're listening from a different church. Um, yeah. Tell us a bit about that. Cause this is exciting. I, Oh man, I love baptisms so much. Um, I don't think I'll ever get bored of baptisms. I never will. Um, <laughs> so depending on, you know, the church you grew up in or what you think about or the, the views you hold, um, I, I would say that baptism is, is what's called what I would call a means of grace. In other, way, in other words, it's one of the ways in which we encounter the grace that God has for us. Um, that is, that's pretty simply what I, what I would put it. I think, um, it's, uh, it's one of those things that when you read the new Testament, you get a really good picture of it, of what baptism is, but it's also very, very confusing at the same time. So baptism seems to be intimately linked to, um, faith. It seems to be intimately linked to salvation in some way. Um, but it also seems to happen at different points in different people's journeys. Like, um, you know, for, for the, you know, the eunuch, uh, you know, in, in Acts, there's a story of Philip um, in, uh, encountered an Ethiopian eunuch and uh, interpreted a passage of scripture for him and then baptized him on the spot. Pretty sure and like in a, in a puddle, hey. <laughs> just in a puddle, yeah. Just went for yeah. it. And then there's other moments where... Um, people had seemed to be following Jesus for a while and yet they hadn't got baptized. And so then they, they learn about baptism and, and then they got baptized. There seemed to be other moments where, where people got baptized. And then there's this part that we, I think sometimes perhaps misunderstand culturally where it talks about the household of this particular person got baptized, which meant that every single person in that household would have got baptized children, slaves, um, you know, anyone who lived as part of that household, the different, remember this was like multi-generational households as well in that day, everyone would have got baptized. And so I think there's, um, for me, uh, I think it, it is definitely part of the process. 
and baptism brings about salvation at some points in people's lives. But it, for me, it's a means of grace more than anything. It's a means of grace, which is it's a tangible way we can hold on to and we can draw our minds back to what God has done on the cross for us. And so what I mean by that is, is it's a means of grace is that, um, and it's tangible is a lot of times in life. And we all go through this when we're following Jesus, we're kind of like, ah, oh, God, are you there? Like, God, if you're real, like, you know, like, it'd be nice to, it'd be nice to like for you to be able to connect. And I think God knew that. And so there's a couple of ways that we experience these means of grace, but one of them is through baptism. And it's in that moment that if, you know, if we have a doubt or if we're ever unsure, we can cast our minds back to, and we can say, Hey, actually in that moment, when I was baptized, God claimed me as his son, as God claimed me as his daughter, God gave me the identity of Jesus. And because God was doing all the work in that moment and God was giving me his grace in that moment, I don't ever have to doubt. I don't ever have to think because I feel this way, because I think this way, because I've done this. I, I don't ever have to doubt because in that moment, God was, God was the one acting. So I think there's this really, really powerful thing that happens in baptism um, because it, you know, it can kind of be this, and this is just me kind of going on a little bit of a, a theological we don't mind so, aside. Um, it's part three of a series, right, as well, <laughs> is that I think sometimes when we, when we say, oh, you know, if, if baptism is all about me, and all about me being like, hey, I'm declaring that I follow Jesus and I've got my life, um, which I understand that's the way that some uh, denominations view it. It's not, it's not the way that I view it personally, and that's okay. Um, but here's my question with that. What if you decide later you didn't declare hard enough? What if you decided later that, oh, man, I made some mistakes or I, I need to do it again? And for me, when I read the New Testament, baptism is less about what we do, but it's all about what God does. And so in that moment of baptism, for me, that's a means of grace in a way that we receive the grace of God, not because of anything we do, but, but because it's God saying, hey, I'm acting in this moment. You've surrendered, but now it's my turn to act and do what only I can do. And so for me, that's just a really powerful thing that we can kind of anchor our faith in and kind of go back to. And Paul talks about this, you know, he says, hey, daily, you want to remind yourself of your baptism daily. You want to go into that being made new in Christ um, through, through your baptism. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, the second part of that, how do I do it? I'm just hopping onto the beyond church website right now. Cause I assume there's a little bit uh, where we mm. can, can just say, Hey, I want to get baptized. Um, Cause we would, we would be honored. There is If you go to beyondchurch.com.au forward slash baptism, oh, look at that. you can, uh, you can then click on, so, so you're on the website now, Locke. I'm on the website. I'm going to you step can through now, it then just, just to click. show you how quickly and, and un, unintimidating it is to, not to be baptized, but to express, in, uh, in, you know, an interest. You can I've just click on the it. link. Get baptized. Get baptized. It's, it's a four-step process here at Beyond. You sign up. It is. You pick a date. You get prepared and you get baptized. Easy as that, hey? It's that, it's, it's that easy. Um. And if, if someone's listening and they're like, oh, I want to get baptized, but I don't really want to like sign up, like just know that, hey, if you sign up to get baptized, that's really an opportunity for us to kind of have a conversation and to answer any questions that you have or 
talk through it. So if you kind of like don't want to pick a date yet, you're like, hey, I want to, I want to ask questions. I don't want to pick a date though. That is okay as well. And then the other thing to flag is um, because of the way we view baptism and we think it's all about what God's doing, um, we we are not uh, mandatory about baptism in services. If you kind of feel like, oh, I just couldn't possibly get up in front of a group of people, um, that is okay. Uh, we understand that. And we uh, would love to make some allowances and we'd love to figure out a way to still get you baptized. Like just because you don't want to get up in front of a bunch of people, that's to me is not, not a good reason to not get baptized. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to, you could get baptized in a puddle like the eunuch. Like a unit, we could find. Well, there's some good puddles down on Henry there's Road. Some in great puddles probably. on Henry Road. Oh, there you go. Well, look, there's some great spots you could get baptized. Local rivers, pools. If we wait, wait kind. for the rain, we could probably baptize you on Henry Road. <laughs> Imagine that. We would just Griffin would pause for a moment just to celebrate, wouldn't they? Oh, Very good. We'd, so we'd get the road closed for us. That's for sure. We would. So there you go. Beyondchurch.com.au forward slash baptism. Or if you want to go one step further forward slash get baptized is the link to really fill out that form. Um, so we would, we would love that, especially if on Sunday something shifted in your heart and you went, yep, this is something I want to do. Um, please follow up. Cause we, we would love that. That would be just the best thing in the world. Mm, it Too would. good. Well, I think that's a great place to wrap up this series, Chris. What's the difference um, as yeah. we've chatted about, what's the difference that Jesus is going to make in your life? Um, I, I, if you want to hear back the parts of beyond at home or the beyond the message podcast, please feel free to do that just to recap. But we really do believe that Jesus will make a difference in your life. Can't wait for Easter and our new series launching after Easter. Oh, I'm so excited. Which is called the problem of Jesus. We can't wait. That's awesome. I can't wait to problem. Yeah. Get cracking on the problem of Jesus, especially here at the beyond the message podcast. Fantastic. Chris, thank you very much. We will see you back. Is it next week, Easter? And then from then we will get into our new series. We will. How good. Catch you soon.